What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So, Shohei Otani is off to an incredible start on the mound. We will never cease to be amazed by this guy, but Friday's outing against the Royals was just yet another outstanding performance by Otani on the mound this season. He's been off to, I mean, he has the lowest ERA in baseball right now. And he went seven scoreless innings with 11 strikeouts, allowing just two hits. So he's got a 0.64 ERA through through his first five starts. First five starts, that's incredible. A 0.64. And also at the plate, just so we can be thorough here, because we are talking about a two-way player. As a batter, as a hitter, he has four homers on the season. But... Not just the 0.64 ERA, a 0. Point, sorry, a 0. 0.092 opponent batting average. So I, I don't really know what else to describe to use to describe this guy, but you know, it's just a magnificent outing for you know the former MVP in Anaheim. He's gonna get paid a big bag this winter because he's gonna be a free agent and and you're talking about someone who is a Cy Young contender, an MVP contender, year in, year out. Absolutely amazing. Let's jump out to Chicago where Drew Smiley flirted with a perfect game. So Drew Smiley was perfect through seven plus innings. Seven plus innings for the Cubs. And he looked really good. This was Obviously, a, a one-sided victory, a 13-0 Cubs victory over the Dodgers. But he just kept getting constant weak contact with a heavy mix of fastballs and knuckle curves. Ten strikeouts over seven and two-thirds. David Peralta ended up breaking up the perfect game in the eighth. And what would have been, you know, it's been a long time since we've seen a perfect game in the major leagues. And by the way, the, the hit that broke up this perfect game was weak contact, a broken bat swinging bunt from David Peralta. Smiley goes down to field it, gets in a collision with his catcher, Jan Gomes, and it's unfortunate that's how a perfect game ends. That was the hit. A swinging bunt. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And, and it happened in the eighth inning. So it's like, oh my goodness, so close. But I mean, you truly do have to be perfect to get a perfect game. And, you know, it's been seven years since Jake Arrieta threw a no-hitter for the Cubs. That was in a 16-0 Cubs victory over the Dodgers. This was a 13-0 Cubs victory over the Dodgers. He flirted with a no-hitter and perfect game, but didn't get either of those. But an outstanding performance by Drew Smiley with 10 punch-outs on the game. So, yeah. I think Philip Umber, Philip Umber 10 years ago, 10 or 11 or... No, when, when did Phil, I think it was 2012, Philip Umber's perfect game for the White Sox against the Mariners. That was, I'm trying to trying to find it, 2012, so 11 years ago. That's the last time you saw a perfect game in the major leagues. Long time. Many no-hitters since then. Many no-hitters, but no perfect games since then. Let's head to Pittsburgh, where the Pirates stay red hot. They now have their longest win streak since 2019, their fifth straight win. They are playing the Cincinnati Reds. Mitch Keller was on the mound on this game. They got a 4-2 victory, and he looked good. 
But, I mean, who else is playing well for Pittsburgh? We know Kutch is having a good year. Mark Matias or Mark Mathias. Two-run single for the Buccos. Carlos Santana. That's a, that's a name we're, we're familiar with. RBI double in this game. So, five straight wins for the Pittsburgh Pirates. They have not had a win streak like this since 2019. So, keep an eye on those Pirates. Maybe they'll take a huge step forward this year because this is a this is a team that was a laughing stock of baseball just last year but we'll see what they have this season if we jump out to new york the blue jays defeated the yankees by a score of 6-1 vladimir guerrero jr chipped in with a home run you doing his thing you know i, I want to see a big year from vladdy i want to see a big year you know i'm a, those of you who've, who've been listening know that i'm a huge vlad jr believer I think he's he's a stud. I think he's going to be you know perennial MVP candidate when he settles in here. I mean, we saw what he did a couple years ago when he was the runner-up for the MVP, and you no, know, Otani won it that year. But if you look, one thing I like about Vladdy is that he's durable. In 2022, last season he played 160 games. In 2021, he played 161 games. So this is someone who has missed three games in the last two years combined. He's playing every day. He's He's durable. That bat is special. We see so far this season, he's hitting 346 with four homers and a 942 OPS. So shout out to Vlad Jr. for getting off to a good start. His power stroke is looking good to start the season. If we head out to Milwaukee, where the Red Sox are visiting the Brewers, Boston got a 5-3 victory. Alex Verdugo got the Red Sox on the board with a two-run homer in the first inning. And he ended up finishing two for five with a two-run homer and a double. So Verdugo's been swinging the bat well. He's been swinging the bat really well. I mean, he had an 11-pitch at bat as well. The quality of his ABs have been very good. You know, in 21 games so far, Doogie's hitting 341 with a 931 OPS, three homers and 10 doubles. He's also had a hit in 17 of his 21 games played, including nine multi-hit efforts. And most of it's been done out of the leadoff spot. He started 14 games out of the leadoff spot. So, yeah, I mean, he he attributes it to his off-season routine. He says that he's spent much of the off-season doing more baseball-oriented work, a lot of movement work rather than bodybuilder-type exercises. He said he wanted to feel lighter on his feet, and so far it's working. It's working. I mean, he looks really good. I mean, obviously, he has to do it for 141 more games, so we'll see You know what kind of regression he experiences, but you know, Doogie is off to a very good start. Very good start. So Red Sox are looking much better now. This is a team that was projected to, I think, be below 500. I mean, this roster is not very good on paper. They're still, uh, you know, trying to find their identity, but they're in a tough division. Boston's 11 and 10. They're fifth in the AL East right now. Milwaukee, though, has looked very good this season. They're 14-6, first in the NL Central. They look very good. So that's the news coming out of Milwaukee. We go to San Francisco. Joey Lucchese was brilliant for the Mets. So the Mets took on the Giants. Lucchese was brilliant in his return to the bigs. You know, he, he had been in the minors for some time. And the Mets just need innings, you know, with Scherzer suspended Verlander injured Carrasco injured Quintana injured they need some innings so Lucchese's making his first well he was making his first major league appearance since Tommy John surgery nearly two years ago 
So he gave the Mets a strong outing, a 7-0 victory over the Giants, but Lucchese himself, seven scoreless innings with nine strikeouts, and outstanding against the Giants. So Mets get a victory here. Pete Alonso hit his 10th home run of the season. He's the first player with double-digit home, run, double home runs on the year. So, I mean, Alonso's just that guy who, I mean, he has like similar numbers year in, year out. He's just steady, just a steady force. He's going to be an all-star and a home run machine every single year. That's what he's off to this season so far. So that's going to do it for today. Those are our updates. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.